All right, welcome to episode 11 of Department 12, an IO Psych podcast. Uh, joining us for this episode is Dr. Mark Prine, who's going to talk to us about strategic job analysis. How are you tonight, Mark? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Ben. So the topic for tonight is strategic job analysis. So my first question for you is, what is the difference between strategic job analysis and traditional job analysis? No, that, that's a great question. And uh, the big difference is the time of, uh, is the time of reference. Uh, a regular job analysis in, in the traditional sense of it is, how are things working right now? What are we looking at? What's the current state? The strategic job analysis is really digging a, a level deeper and where are we going? Uh, what's the business plan today and how are we going to get our people mobilized and operationalizing that business plan? Okay. And when once you've done this process, you've done a strategic job analysis, what do you do with that information? Sure. So similar to a regular job analysis, you're, you're got, you have your job descriptions, you can put together your selection criteria, your secession planning, you've got legal defense and all of the same uh, validation type of results that you get from a regular job analysis. And the strategic job analysis, the, the big next step is, is how do we get people from point A to point B? We know that there's a difference, so that training gap analysis becomes so much more uh, vital. And, and it might, of course, might not just be training, but what performance criteria are changing and, and the change management in the transition and making sure that you're managing your workforce and the transition from point A to point B uh, is really gonna make things go a lot smoother. Okay. Uh, so if I'm an IO psychologist or I'm an HR mm -hmm. person and I haven't done this before, maybe I'm, I'm kind of familiar. I think most people in the audience are familiar with, with regular job analysis. But if I want to do this and I, and I want to get started with this, what are, you know, what are some resources I might look into or what are some tips that you might share from having done this um, sure. that helps get started? Yeah, so uh, there's, there's some great literature out there, uh, Snyder and Kant's. Uh, have written some some great articles about the strategic job analysis, defining it, putting in the importance in place. Why should we do it? Uh, how should we do it? That kind of uh, that kind of methodology. Uh, and and I think that the methodology also breaks down into a few really simple steps. And it's taking your your regular job analysis, looking at project planning, the qualitative research, quantitative research, all those same steps. And the only real difference is adding in this visionary assessment that we at least that's what that's what we call it is a visionary assessment or having a conversation about what is tomorrow going to look like and then comparing the current state to the future state is the big other difference when you're doing the data analysis and making sure that you're understanding okay well what do people have today what are they going to need tomorrow and how do we get there okay great those are uh, that's a, a great way to get started um, in your experience, what are what are some of the questions that we we don't have answers to about this this topic yet? So, if you were, you know, if you were going to do some more research on strategic job analysis, what kinds of questions would you be looking at? Sure. Um, a lot of the times when I'm doing my quantitative research and really starting to collect the the hard data, I'm I'm painting a broad brush, knowing that there's going to be a lot of different constructs that I need to look at. Uh, you know, what's, what information is needed um, at the point of entry of this position, um, what information is needed to become competent, how should I be promoted, all of those different 
components that you're looking at in, in a job analysis? And I would love to know, uh, a, a lot of my research would be which ones are the biggest predictors mm. of, of, of success in the future and understanding which ones should narrow it down. A lot of the times I feel like it's really easy to get bogged down and and kind of paint that really broad brush and ask a lot of questions and look at so many different constructs, but then that makes the survey really cumbersome. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the first things that people are, are a little scared of. Okay, how long is this mm -hmm. gonna take my people out of the field, off their job, that those kind of things. So being able, for us as professionals and, and as the scientist practitioner model, um, really if we could look at narrowing down, what is that, this, these perfect, uh, questions look like and and which uh, which construct should we be should we be diving into? Yeah, I think that would be a, a great topic for some research. Um, you you mentioned the the time constraints. Is that the biggest sort of practical constraint that you see in actually carrying this out, or what are the, some other obstacles that you run into doing uh, strategic job analysis? So the first obstacle that I that we always run into is that it sounds scary. <laughs> Um, you know, people hear strategic job analysis, and that sounds like something that people should be doing in a lab with a, <laughs> you know, with a with a coat on or something like that. Um, and and really helping to translate to make sure that uh, the HR folks know, you know, this is something that's really approachable. This is something that's easy to do, and it's something that's important. You know, I talked about the, you know how you can leverage this data and they're all really important things and these are the kind of conversations that HR professionals need to be having to want that seat at the table um, but making it as approachable as possible and, and boiling it down to the simple steps because it's really not difficult hmm. it's just taking that extra step to think about it um, and I wish that job analysis had a different name <laughs> I don't know why. Just something you know, we we need something. I mean, secession planning, right? That sounds simple and sexy, and <laughs> it's easy to say, right? Yeah. Uh, but job analysis sounds sterile, and I think that that that's one of the biggest obstacles. Um, you know, the the amount of time that people are going to have to spend, um, either the qualitative research, focus groups, interviews, those kind of things, the quantitative research. How long is this? going to be, um, it, it makes it seem, again, unapproachable. So whatever we can do as the scientist, you know, practitioner to make sure that uh, we're still getting the validity, um, still getting the, the data that we need to be able to make the good recommendations, but also making it in an easy, digestible form for, for the business. Yeah, 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 great answer. I think uh, job analysis is one of those terms that's, uh, it does sound a little bit like, um, like we're putting people or their jobs in a petri dish somehow and looking at it under a microscope and <laughs> exactly uh, yeah one of the things I, I like about this this concept of strategic job analysis is just the acknowledgement that yeah you know jobs are going to change and uh, to mm -hmm. the best of our ability we're going to you know try to predict how they will change but uh, I, I know for myself you know my job's completely different than it was even a couple of years ago and uh, it's the kind of job that um, that might benefit from that um, do most companies tend to focus on just certain positions within the organization to do strategic job analysis or are they trying to spread this out across the whole org? So actually the job analysis that I've done have been more everybody, an, an entire yeah. manufacturing department. Hmm. Uh, so going into a plant and doing every single position wow. uh, in an, an entire organization going in top to bottom. Um, but I think that they also had big overhauls in their business plan and knew that they were going to need to 
figure out a way to operationalize this. And I think that this is the best place for the HR professional to really get that seat at the decision-making table um, and, and not just be kind of off on the side, do, you know, doing the, the um, a lot of the heavy lifting, but saying, hey, well, there's a strategic way that we can do this. And there's a really good way where we can help predict, you know, how we can best manage this transition. Um, but again, I, I, there's been, obviously, um, we do a lot of assessment work, simple, you know, executive assessment. And for some of those positions, we need to do a job analysis because they're not well-defined roles. Mm -hmm. Um, so instead of just building a simple competency model, we'll, we'll take that extra step and, and make sure that we've got that extra, um, validation when we're putting together those select, those selection criteria. Yeah, makes sense. So uh, we're just about out of time. I, I wondered if you could tell us a little something about yourself personally, just something that we might not guess from your, uh, you know, from your LinkedIn profile or your Twitter profile. Just you know, something about your life. Oh wow, putting me on the spot like that. I like it. Uh, so my goal in life is to get to every single baseball stadium, and I'm this summer. I am on the other side of halfway there. So oh, wow. we're, we're we're making we're making it. We've got sixteen out of thirty right now, and and we're we're slowly taking them off the list. That is cool. What's your favorite park so far? Uh, so I, I, as a Yankee fan, I have to be biased and say Yankee Stadium, um, but I do have to say uh, San Diego. It yeah. was gorgeous. I mean, it was the weather. It was being in Southern California. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's a nice big park. It was really fan friendly. I happened to be there on one of the days where uh, they were honoring the military, which was fantastic and, and really great to see. So uh, a great atmosphere and great experience in San Diego. All right. Cool hobby. So if uh, somebody wants to uh, reach out to you, ask you some more about this or really about any other topic, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Sure. Um, so email, um, which uh, we can we can link onto uh, onto the site mark.prine sure. at taylorstrategy.com. Mm -hmm. um, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, try to be active in, in all the IO stuff going on, and um, you know there's there, there's lots of great conversations happening. So it's a really fun time to have all these different outlets. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to uh, put your contact information and some other resources in the show notes for the listeners to check out. And uh, I want to thank you very much for your time tonight, Mark. Really appreciate it. No, thanks a lot, Ben. It's been a lot of fun.